0: And now it's time for Blossoms of My Life Radio with your host, Ramona Trevino. Ramona is a teacher, a pastor, a three-time author, and radio host since February 2018, helping people share their but God moment and helping people see and be the blossoms in life. This program is a production and sponsored by Blossoms of My Life Radio Ministry and listeners like you. Now here's Ramona.
1: Thank you for tuning in to Blossoms of My Life Radio. I am ecstatic to be able to introduce to you pastor elaine harvey from florida she lives in clearwater florida she is the ceo and founder of the love of christ ministries she's also an author she has three books now we're going to talk about her third book god favored me book she also had a bestseller i am a survivor and her second book victory over your enemies which was released in 2019 she does many, many things, and we're excited just to be able to have this time with um, her to be able to share what she's doing for the kingdom of God. How are you, Pastor Elaine Harvey?
2: I am blessed. I am blessed, woman of God, and thank you for this opportunity. Allow me to come on your platform and be on this airway this evening to be able to share and to encourage and inspire the people of God. But thank you, woman of God. Sister Ramona, I am truly honored, and it is a privilege. Well,
1: journey. it's an honor to me because, as we were chatting before we got um, online to start our show, you've been doing radio for a long time as well.
2: Yes, I have. I've been on the airways since 2005.
1: Praise God. Praise God. And so why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about you. um, And then I want to get into your book. I know you do ministry, women's ministries, a lot of different conferences. But if you can just kind of give our audience a little bit of um, who you are and what you're doing right now for Christ.
2: Amen. Amen. I am Pastor Lane Harvey, um, CEO of Love of Christ Ministry, Love of Christ Ministry. I've been in ministry about 25 years now, um, and my ministry is nationwide. Uh, I do minister to people of God, not only am I out there in the highways and the byways, just like the Word of God say, to compel them to come in. I'm a woman of God that um, does many, many things in the kingdom. Um, I go in shelters, I minister to people of God at shelters, I've done prison ministry, street ministry, um, also, as I stated, I minister on the radios, and yes, I do um, open up other opportunities and doors, I'm always trying to um, inspire and encourage the people of God, and even leaders, I help build up the kingdom of God, I'm a woman of God that many know, that um, I encourage. In- I'm I'm an evangelist. I'm that evangelist that go many, many places. I'm all about souls. Mm. It's always about souls with me. And um, like the word of God say, he that went of souls is wise. Amen.
1: Amen.
2: Amen. Especially in this day and time that we're living. um, I'm always trying to encourage and inspire. I'm also a mother and a grandmother. Um, I have a daughter who is um, one daughter and one son. Daughter who's... um, She's a full, she's a guidance school counselor, been, had been for seven years. And then I have my son, Enoch, that I had at the age of 40 years old, who is now a freshman in college, ready wow. to complete his first year.
1: <laughs> and I'm a grandmother
2: of one um, granddaughter as awesome.
1: well. And so, you know, doing all this, I was listening to these and reading your bio, you know, going into these places and I was thinking of the word commitment. And you know how important it is when we are committed to the Lord and the works of the Lord, if we are fully committed. All of these opportunities can come our way. And, you know, these are opportunities that the Lord is giving you. And not everybody can walk in those same shoes. But it's exciting to know how God is using you, how you're saying yes, how you're able to walk through it. And I know every door has not been opened. But just hearing your voice, I can tell that there's a level of commitment that if that door amen. doesn't open, you go for the other.
2: Amen, amen, amen amen that is so true i am a prayer warrior intercessor as well amen i have a prayer conference line that have been going on since 2017. oh wow yeah i have yes where i have women a guy um that i intercede for and have been um coming on my prayer line since 2017 from 20 different states um, awesome. also i do minister on uh, one of my followers in the kingdom and the dr michael hunter live broadcast Where we minister to people, God, all over the world in all different countries. Um, And this is every Thursday night. This broadcast is air live on Facebook Live. Okay. Amen. And also on my broadcast, um, I minister every Sunday, Sunday afternoon at 3 p.m. It's many, it's so much, you know, I do in the kingdom. Amen. Amen.
1: Just trying to.
2: pardon me you know um god is he has he that that's the task and the assignment that the lord has given me so i do go into many many states amen go wherever the lord sent me just like you said woman of god it, it's a commitment amen mm-hmm. and i'm always um obedient to go wherever god sent me and to do whatever the lord say do but as again as i said you know the word of god said he that one of souls is wise So, you know, I'm that mother mentor. I'm that spiritual mother. I'm that mother mentor. Um, I share this woman, to guy, with a lot of people because people look at me and they don't know that. I'll be 61 years old um, in the next couple months. I'll be 61. Um, So, you know, I let people know um, when they say, well, what do you do? You know, to uh, I remember when I was 50 and I'm just making a joke because they were like, (laughs) well, Miss Elaine, what do you do to... Make 50 look like that. I said, you keep serving the Lord and being obedient to what God say, do. But, you know, there has been many challenges and oppositions that I had to um, go through throughout this journey.
1: And they're all they're um, all learning. Right. Sometimes the Lord will let us go through these times in these valleys. And if, you know, I try to make it a habit of when I'm going through something that I say, okay, Lord, you stopped me in my tracks right now. What do you want to teach Uh me through this? Let my spirit and my mind be open to what you want to teach me right now, because it doesn't feel good, but I know you're going to get me through it.
2: Well, that's not an easy task, you know, and as you know, we all have different um, assignments. We all have different ministry. Mm -hmm. Amen. Um, And, you know, I share a lot of my journey and my testimonies, throughout the journey and throughout my life a lot I share in my books that's another way the Lord used me is through
1: my writing amen Mm -hmm. and so your first book I am a survivor is about
2: I am a survivor um when I wrote that book I was speaking in that book from an infant to 48 years of my life back then amen and I talk about because my ministry has always been by faith. Everything I've done has always been by faith. My ministry has always been a faith ministry. Amen. Amen. Um, And you know, in the Bible, God had um, a lot of the men and women do things in the Bible. A lot of the prophets um done things in the Bibles that the Lord would have them to do that didn't make sense. Right. It, did, it didn't make sense. It wasn't comfortable. You know, the word of God say what a natural man does not receive the things of the spirit unless you spiritually discern because it's foolish unto him. Amen. So, and I am a survivor. Um, there are many, many, this book is all testimonies. And they are miracle testimonies where I was in situations where, um, and I go back as far as 2005 when my mother, um, I helped take care of my mother. And that's in this book where my mother was sick with cancer for 15 months. I helped take care of her and chemo and radiation and going back and forth to the hospital and, um, Back at that time. Um, it, it was it was some journey, it was some task doing ministry work at the same time. I was ministering on the airway. Um, at the same time I was going through um, a divorce, at the same time being a single parent, mm-hmm. raising you know, had to raise my son um by myself, amen. Ever since he was two and a half, you know. So being a single parent, my daughter, and I speak about this in that book where a lot of people they didn't know. My daughter at the time, she was a She was a sophomore in high school. And it used to be said, well, I don't know how your daughter going to make it to college. And me being that woman of faith, I always said to my daughter, you know, when God make us a promise and he has promised us something, it doesn't matter what it look like. Amen. Amen. Our faith have to really be anchored in the Lord and believe. Amen. Because when God makes us a promise, we have to believe no matter what it look like and trust the process. That's right. So I said, um. always said to my daughter, I said, I don't know how the Lord going to do it, but I know he's going to do it. Yeah. Amen? Amen. And so I'm here to tell you, because I told, when the Lord told me that my daughter was going to get a full academic scholarship, not only um, was she going to get one, she was going to get more than one. Mm. And I told her and she was going to be able to pick and choose and go to whatever college she wanted to go to. Well, woman of God, I'm here to tell you, that came to pass. She had over two hundred something thousand dollars in scholarships. Wow! She was in a position; God. she was able to pick and choose to go whatever college she wanted to go to. Amen. Glory to, glory and at God. that time, I had no income. I had no income for a couple of years, and as my son was a toddler, amen. And sometimes, you know, as parents, we got to do things that we normally wouldn't do, amen. So I made many, many sacrifices oh, yeah. for that child, oh, for that yeah. daughter of mine, which she's now thirty three, and she's a in school counselor, amen. She went to undergrad and got her bachelor's. Then she got a master's in 2013. Amen. And um, with the favor of God, because, you know, I was faithful. But as I said that, um, you know, a lot of times we have to do things. And I remember when my mom was sick and after my mother passed away, um, then I my journey really began. And, you know, I talk about this in the book because just like the guy told April, leave your kindreds and go to a place where you've never been before. And mm-hmm. I'll show you when you get there. Yeah. Amen. So when my mother passed away and my assignment was over, because even though it was my mother and I was ministering to her, uh, my mother faith began to increase because she never understood what you mean by you living by faith. Right. And my mother didn't understand this. So when I was in church and I shared a testimony, she was with me. So she began to hear the testimony and she didn't know that I didn't have money to buy food. I didn't have food. Um, I didn't have a job. I had no income. Come on now. But you know what? God is a provider. Amen. And so what I was doing is I was I was out um, helping this ministry. This woman, a man of God who I worked close with ministry was, and we have a 20 year relationship. And so, what I would do, I would go feed the homeless. I would go out and, and bless people. Amen. And sometimes you don't have money, amen, to sow seed. But at that time, God would say, sow whatever you have.
1: Exactly. So, I
2: would sow whatever I had. Sometimes, at that time, I had plenty of clothes. Amen. I love watches. And so, God would send me to go bless somebody. I would just go into church and i bless somebody, bless them with clothes. I go to my neighbor, give you a brand new watch. These were seeds that I was sowing. Absolutely. And I always said that in order for us to receive a miracle, we gotta be in a situation where it look critical, where it look impossible. Amen. And it looks like it it, it looks like sometimes we're going under. Oh yeah. But you know, I speak I speak a lot about miracles in this book because and I lived it. I went through that process. And one way how me and my toddler son, Enoch, how we ate is because of the seeds and the sacrifices that I
1: made.
2: Mm. Amen. And so every time I would go out and, and feed the homeless, every time I would go out and serve. And sometimes my son, my, my son Enoch was always with me through ministry because he always was with me. Enoch walked with the Lord and he had been walking with the Lord all his life with me.
1: Right, right. So he's
2: so he seeing many times how like even um somebody would come to my door and they will bless me with food because see I gave food away. I right. gave something away. Um I go help the ministry. I go serve the homeless and the poor and any and God would bless me with food. So that's how me and my son ate. That's how we
1: ate. That's what Amen and he was and then, able um, to see that. And then your second book, Victory from your enemies. So I mean it kind of ties into that because along that journey you start to find out that there are people in opposition of getting you to where you know you're supposed to be.
2: Yes, it, it had been um, some journey. I, I just shared about that, but then also, um, you know, where in my health, I, I talked about this and I am a survivor um, back in 1980, where we didn't have the technology that we have today. And um, I was six months pregnant out of web lot at that time. Um, and the doctor said that um, I was hemorrhaging. I was rushed to the hospital. And he said that uh, me, I was only six months. Me or the child, one of us wasn't going to make it. Mm. And my mother said, save her, because she can always have another child. Well, I'm here to tell you, um, after six months, um, hemorrhaging eternally, eternally, they had to do emergency C-section at the time. And they saved, they saved my life. Um, the child was a two pound, two ounce. Mm. He was in ICU. He never came home. Amen. After the third operation, he passed away. He passed away. Um, and I would, you know, I would be at the hospital every day, go see this, um, baby. And he, when he died, he was five pounds, five ounces, but I thank God that he saved my life. Amen. Because it was said that I I probably wouldn't make it. And, you know, here I am um, 60 years later. Yes, here I am.
1: yes, yes. And now your Praise third God. book, God favored me. Tell us about your third book.
2: Oh, wow. God favored me. Amen. Okay. And I talked about, um, being homeless. Yes. Okay. Yes. I, I've been homeless a few times, um, a few times, not once, not twice, a few times in my life throughout this journey. I want to say to the people of God, cause I say this, um, A lot of times people think that because you've been homeless, like it's something that you have done. And, you know, I always say that anybody can be homeless at any point at any time. Absolutely. Amen. And being a servant of the Lord, amen, and doing the work in the kingdom, amen, always doing what God would have me to do. So I I raised my son in a little small town uh, where my daughter had went to undergrad. And we went there when my son was about nine years old. Okay, so at that time, I, um, I, I was home in the state a couple of times. I was working on a job, and I'll talk about this in this book where I was working, um, this little small town, one high school, one junior high school, four elementaries. Okay, um, um, the biggest thing in the town was the college campus, which was 20,000. You know, students at the college campus. Um, so it was really hard. That was a huge challenge for me being a single parent raising my son. Um, I'm educated, woman of God, educated. Listen, I have many um, jobs. Okay, uh, people will say, "Well, what is your occupation?" I've done, I've done many. I've been a licensed CNA, a, a supervisor in calling centers, credit, um, excuse me, credit and collection. I've done many occupations, oh, many yeah. things. Um, throughout my life career. I went back to college at the age of 54. Good for you. Amen. 54 years old when I went back to college. And I went to the same college where my daughter completed undergrad. Amen. So this little town here that I lived in, um, there was, you know, different jobs. I had applied for some. Um, I got good jobs. Amen. Um, And when I would get these jobs and I would get in the door Um, This was a town that was very prejudiced. Mm -hmm. Um, It was like 2% African-American. Sometime um, there was jobs that I was on where I may have been the only African-American woman at the job. And then there was some time where it was maybe, I would see maybe four or five African-Americans at the whole company. So a couple of times I was removed. Um, i talked about it in the book where I was removed. Uh, from the job because of my race. Um, And then um, there were times that I had got evicted. Um, I got evicted a couple of times because of the fact it's like every time um, I would go to a job, I was being set up and I was removed. And sometimes I was removed because of my race. Um, I lived in this town where it was told to get up out of the neighborhood. You know, they didn't want African-Americans there. That's honest got truth. You know, even to the point where it was things that were said to my own son. And he was a little kid in elementary school. But yeah. my son was a good athlete, and they loved him in his town. You know, so there were many, many challenges. Um, but the way I dealt with that, even though things that were said to me, and, and, you know, I was lied on and all those things, but I still handled it in the spirit of Christ. Amen. I still handled it in the spirit of love. I'm not going to tell you I wasn't hurt. Yes, I was hurt. But I still did not yield to the enemy and what the devil how the devil wanted me to respond so that was a fight you know um the enemy really really fought me hard um but also talk about that in the book i also speak about in 2020 in 2020 i was diagnosed and i had a minor stroke they said a minor stroke um woke up one morning being a prayer intercessor i called my prayer partner and um i noticed i was all balanced and i couldn't you know hold my balance and i realized that I wasn't feeling my normal self, so I had called someone to rush me to the hospital to go to find out they had did an MRI. Amen. Trying to find out what was the cost of, you know, the symptoms that I was having and my blood pressure was high. Go to find out they stated I had had a minor stroke. Hmm. Um, not only that, then once they stated that, but the stroke, I didn't have any permanent damage then to my body. Thank God, no yes, permanent damage. God. Yes. And then on top of that, um, they found a leisure on my brain. Okay. Okay. So there was a leisure on my brain and they were constant, you know, for, I would say for the four months, I, you know, continue to go get MRIs, right. you know, to keep, you know, uh, you know, the watch on my brain didn't know what this leisure was. And, and I, you know, I talked about this at the conference last, um, month in March that, um, go to find out cause people don't, don't believe this and they would never believe this from looking at me. It took some months down the road after that last year where, um, from a lesion on my brain to being diagnosed of a blood clock on my brain. Okay. So you hear this. And so, um, you know, all that and hearing that I have a lesion on my brain, I'm diagnosed, I had a stroke on top of that. So they begin to put me on high blood pressure to keep my pressure um stable right because um if they don't if my pressure is not stable and my pressure go up they stated that I could have another you know another stroke. Right. Okay. And um also and I always, you know, as I say, God favored me, amen, because the times that I was homeless and times that I was homeless, um I sometime you know, I was traveling to work. I would go into Starbucks. Or I would go into Wawas and I would go in and use the restroom. I would change my clothes. I fix my hair. Nobody knew I was homeless. Right. I'm going to work. Um, I'm I'm living out of a storage. I'm living out of my storage. I go to my storage um six AM in the morning. Woman of God. Sometime I was homeless. Um there were times where I slept outside. I slept on I slept at the bus stop. I slept um at times where I didn't know, you know, the shelters was full. I mean, I, there yeah. were times I had stayed in shelter before, but then there were times where I didn't even have no place to go in because the shelters was full,
1: right, right. you know,
2: and they wouldn't take it in or single a woman, but um, at that time, God had given me favor, amen, because my son, you know, he touched the heart of a family, and my son being a good athlete and a basketball player, so there was a, a team member who, family member, was a really, really good, you know, family who had taken my son in and Praise I would go, God. you know, see my son um, a few times a week. I would take him food. Sometimes we would, you know, meet up together and yeah. and um, spend time together. In the meantime, I'm waiting for God to open up a door. Amen. Because I didn't have a place.
1: Right. You know, right. a place
2: to stay. Um People don't believe this, but Jesus didn't have nowhere to lay his head. Amen. Amen. I
1: remember. Um,
2: so there are many shelters that I had, you know, throughout my journey that I had went in and ministered to men and women of God. Um, times that I stayed at the shelter where I would be a blessing. I would give them food. You know, at the time I was working somewhere and working in a um, supermarket where I worked in a deli, I would get them food, I would give them clothes. God was using me ways where I would be able to be a blessing, even though I had a need, but I still was being a blessing to others, amen. you know, amen. So, um, and being homeless and not knowing where I'm going to lay my head, you know, but God protected me. He protected me. You know, he, he definitely had his hands on my life and, you know, I always walk in the spirit and just learn to, you know, trust God and, and believe God. Amen. Yeah. Because. If you're faithful and i know i'm faithful <laughs> faithful to the lord right. you know so i couldn't question god, god why am i going through this um but as i stated you know um getting back to the times where i was removed from my home because i couldn't pay my rent you know what i'm saying i have a single son i have i'm a single parent can't pay my rent you know what i mean i'm being evicted because i'm being removed from this job you know what i'm saying and i went through that process for a few times you know so some of those times that I was homeless, um, it, you know, it's beyond my control at the time, but I still had to trust God, you know, and um, throughout, as I say, throughout that journey, um, ministering, doing what I had to do for the Lord. I never walked away from the Lord. I didn't give up.
1: That's Amen. good.
2: And, and my son, of, he would always encourage me and say, Mom, you know, keep the faith.
1: Yeah.
2: God got his hands on you. And he did. He did. He ha- always had his hands on me. Amen? Amen. Because there's so many times that the Lord could have taken me oh, out. Oh, absolutely.
1: Here. And it's a perfect title for your book. We're getting close to the time. I wanted to give you um, an opportunity. So, if anybody has any questions that they want to, um, or correspondence to uh, Pastor Elaine Harvey, you can email her at Elaine Harvey. So it's E L A I N E H R R H A R V E Y 09 or 09 at gmail.com. And then you're also on Facebook, right, Pastor?
2: That is correct.
1: And pay- Facebook, you're under Elaine Harvey. Um, I encourage you to go to Amazon. And Look for her books. I'm excited about each title. It just your story is phenomenal I know that there's probably many people listening that either in your position right now or wondering, you know, how can I keep on this faith? But it goes back to the commitment, you know, are we committed even when things don't go our way? Are we truly, truly committed to the Lord in his ways, knowing that he's going to get us through these situations on our journey? Because we're only here for a short time, but we do have a mission that he wants us and it's to spread the gospel to all those that can you know that can hear us he gives us jobs to be able to have the income but in your case he actually used you in places where you probably would have never thought you would have entered into and some of us that have working paid jobs we don't even get the opportunity to do what you did because you had a very unique situation so i thank you for that and in and, and the many hours i'd love it if you would be able to have about um. Five minutes if you could close us out in prayer right now um maybe Amen. praying over the audience anyone that maybe is in this desperate place right now would you mind yeah Sure, sure. Amen.
2: And Father, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus, God. We thank you for those that may be listening right now, God. Lord, I ask that you would touch your people out there right now in the name of Jesus, God. Somebody may be in a situation where they don't know where they're going to lay their head. Somebody may be in a situation where they don't know how they're going to pay their rent, their mortgage, God. They don't know, and they may be in a situation where they may be living from paycheck to paycheck. Somebody may be in a situation where they need a miracle healer, God. But Lord, I speak right now in the name of Jesus. I know the word of God said that my God shall supply all of our needs according to his riches and glory through Christ Jesus and God is a healer, hallelujah so Lord we thank you right now in the name of Jesus God, I thank you God if somebody has been hurt, if somebody has been mistreated or somebody has been abused or neglected God but God I know your word comes to heal in the mighty name of Jesus and God we thank you for your healing power God, Lord if there's somebody out there that need a home, somebody need a place to stay, somebody don't know where they're gonna lay their head, but God I pray right now in the name of Jesus God that they will trust the process hallelujah yes. because you are an on time God you said you would never leave us nor forsake us never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed bigger bread and if God before us who can be against us but I speak over the lives of your people that no weapon formed against your people shall prosper yes. in the mighty name of Jesus and God I ask that you remove all hindrances right now in the name of Jesus God Lord I ask that you will release your financial breakthrough yes. over Open up doors that has been shed, doors that has been stagnating. God, I ask that you make a way out of no way in the mighty name of Jesus. And I speak healing right now. I speak miracles right now. I speak increase right now. I speak uncommon favor right now in the mighty name of Jesus. And we give you honor. We give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and
1: amen. Amen and amen. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I know somebody out there just received their blessing or just received their answer and You know, if you have, if you don't know the Lord, um, just ask him to come into your life. Ask him to forgive your sins. Let him know that you can't do this life alone And, and just know that he died for you. And then and then email one of us and let us know that you accepted the Lord and just receive those blessings that the pastor just prayed over you right now. Thank you so much for your time. I know time is precious to you, and I really, truly do appreciate you taking the time to interview with us.
2: Amen. Thank you again, woman of God. Thank you for the
0: opportunity and invitation. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to this edition of Blossoms of My Life Radio. This program is listener-supported. Blossoms of My Life Radio is a 501c3 nonprofit organization To contact Ramona regarding donations, sharing your God story, or requests about her book, you can write to Ramona, Ramona Trevino, P.O. Box 22731, Bakersfield, California, 93390. That's P.O. Box 22731, Bakersfield, California, 93390. Her website is the letter I, the letter M, dauntless.org. That's Iamdauntless.org. Her email is Ramona at BlossomsOfMyLife.org That's Ramona at BlossomsOfMyLife.org This program is a production and sponsored by Blossoms of My Life Radio Ministry and through listeners like you. And in closing, we just want to remind you to remember to see and be a blossom in someone's life.